Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. I'm so excited today. We are here talking to another one of our Hallmark talented actors. I have Matthew James Dowden is here. And Matthew, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No, thank you for having me. Uh, very flattering to be on. Yeah. So what we like to do with our interviews is to give you a chance to introduce yourself and to tell us what inspired you to become an actor. Well, hello everybody uh, listening. My name is Matthew James Dowden and I'm an actor based in Vancouver. And uh, my story is, is not your sort of typical one. I didn't come to acting in the same way that uh, a lot of actors do. I didn't do the whole drama school thing as a child. Um, but uh, certainly movies were a big part of my life from a, a very young age. I remember being, uh, nothing for me was more exciting than being in a, in a darkened movie theater. And uh, especially that moment when the lights went down and the, the movie studio logo came on with a big orchestral theme like Universal and things like that. I think uh, that really got into me at a very young age. And uh, it's something that I, I think acting was something I was kind of searching for my whole life. Because it, it's funny that um, at school, I used to always mimic movies and actors and things like that. And I sometimes mimic my teachers, actually, which got me into trouble sometimes. But my uh, my my parents actually always used to say that if I could if I could mimic or if I could memorize what did they say? They used to say if I could memorize my lessons and my studies the way I memorize movies and movie quotes and uh, mimicked actors, then I would fly through all my exams. From then, because I, I had a, a very a musical upbringing. I went to a, a music school when I was a child. I was I got a music scholarship to Durham Cathedral, uh, which is a, a beautiful thousand-year-old building uh, in the northeast of England. So uh, I guess I've been performing uh, my whole life, really. Uh, my parents actually took me to violin and piano and singing lessons when I was a child, when I was about five years old. So there was always an element of performing in my life. So. And that kind of continued through senior school until I went to, uh, decided to take a break from performing and uh, went to law school, believe it oh. or not. Um, so, uh, but funnily enough, the only aspect of law school that I think I was actually any good at was uh, moot court, which is, moot court is like pretend court case. It's pretending you for, uh, sort of preparing you for becoming a solicitor or barrister or um, attorney. And from Right from the get-go, I knew that this is not, all this is is acting. I've just got to convince myself of the arguments that I'm going to be putting forward. And then I've just got to convince the, the judge and everything. And uh, it's a funny story. I'd actually read a book on moot court. And uh, I read a part of it in, in one of the sort of dialogues. Somebody made an objection. And having seen all these courtroom dramas and movies and everything like that, that's what I'd always wanted to do. I think that's why I went to law school, because I think I wanted to act a lawyer rather than actually be a lawyer. So I thought, I have to do that. So I worked out my little sort of script that I was going to do. And I sat there and I listened to the other guy um, arguing his case. And I waited for anything that I could object to. And then I stood up and I said, if it pleases the court, and I made my objection. And the judge who was used to just falling asleep during these cases, <laughs> um, woke up and the other guy looked very confused because apparently nobody had ever objected in a moot court case before because they kind of, uh, they were already kind of decided at the beginning. Uh -huh. um, but out of about 150 students, I think I was the, the number one mooter in the year simply because I knew it was kind of like acting rather than anything else. Yeah, um, that's funny. But, uh, 
<laughs> the only yeah. one in his objection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Did you win and then your I objection? Sorry? Did you win your objection? Uh, well, no, that, that was the problem. Actually, my, um, the, the guy actually answered the objection and I kind of said, okay, thank you very much. And I sat down, but oh, it's a little bit cruel, but it kind of threw him off his game. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went back to reading his script and uh, I sort of realized from the, from the beginning that I had to memorize what I was going to do. So I didn't have to look down at my, my sort of script that I was going to be looking at. I, I could address the judge and it, so it's kind of like an understanding of a courtroom drama, really, from the beginning. So, mm -hmm. That's um, but yeah, I didn't win the case. I didn't overturn the case, you know, as a student. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I, that was four years of law school, Oof. and then I decided to take a completely um, different tack because I discovered magic and sleight of hand. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not your usual typical sort of law school story, but. Um, I saw magic on TV and uh, I became obsessed with sleight of hand and, and magic. And, um, and it's funny that uh, it just became, I, I remember I would, I would be studying, but then I would leave um, a study hall to go and practice magic. And <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a geeky thing, but I, mm -hmm. I just kind of knew that there was something there that I wanted to explore. So when I graduated law school, I decided... I'm going to try being a professional magician for a while. <laughs> That's <laughs> I hilarious. I love it. Yeah, I know. The question I always get asked is, and uh, how did your parents feel about this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, but, they're like, you could take the bar or yeah. you could become a professional magician. <laughs> Although a lot of people say lawyers and magicians are kind of the same yeah. thing, you know, make the charges disappear. But, um, but my parents, way. I've, I'm very blessed that my parents are very supportive and they, they basically said, Matthew, as long as you get your degree and you finish law school, you do what makes you happy and you follow your dream, et cetera. Yeah. So, and I think no matter how old you get, getting that parental sign off um, right. approval is very important. So, so that's what I did for the next seven years. Um, oh I was a sleight of hand. Yeah. I was a sleight of hand performer and, I was very lucky that I got to perform at the Magic Castle in Hollywood, and um, I did some shows for royalty for um, Prince Harry and uh, things like that. I actually used to perform, uh, funny side story, I used to do regular shows at Annick Castle uh, for the Duke and Duchess of Northumberland, who, and, and their castle, that is where Harry Potter is filmed. No way. Uh, or was filmed, Yeah. So I used, to drive, I used to turn up to the gate and they would say, yes, uh, can we help you? And I'd give my name. And then you'd go through the gates and you'd go through over this little mini drawbridge and, uh, and then around. And as you come around, there's the big green where they used to film, uh, where they film Quidditch and all that kind of thing. And then you're shown in and, and literally they live in Harry Potter. <laughs> you know, it's like a castle. They literally live in a yeah. castle. Um, and funnily enough, when I went to, to tie that in, I actually, a lot of Harry Potter was also filmed at Durham Cathedral where I sang as a boy. So it kind of all came full circle that I was doing, that I was, I sang as a boy in, um, Durham Cathedral and then ended up doing shows where Harry Potter was filmed as a magician. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah, wow. um, so, so <laughs> what in instruments did you play as a, as a child? You had piano and violin you said yeah i was um i played violin and piano and, and singing was a big 
part of it. So from about five years old, I think my parents saw an opportunity. I was walking past an instrument shop and I saw a violin and I said, hey, can I play that one? And <laughs> I didn't know what it was. They yeah. just kind of said, yep, okay, this is going to be your life for the next 18 years. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I'm always very grateful to my parents for sort of pushing me to uh, explore different things. And I, um, and I think it's always good to explore the options and keep going. And um, mm-hmm. I think, I think it gives you a lot of options later on if you've tried a few things when, when yeah. you're younger. So that is um, so interesting. I, I thought that I evolved pretty I, interesting in my career, but nothing like that. That's really oh, yeah. good. Cause I actually thought about going to law school uh, when I was in, in call, when I was just finishing up college, because I had, right. uh, I had never really thought past bachelor's degree. It was mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It was just, that was the big goal was to. That's the thing. Yeah. You see that as the end goal. And then you think, well, hang on, what am I going to do with it? Yeah. yeah. And I was just, I don't know. I was just kind of stumped and I thought, well, most people that have political science degree go to law school. So I was like, well, I guess yeah. I better go to law school. And then I took yeah. the um, LSAT. Okay. Such a miserable experience. I hated it. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, and my dad went to law school and he hated it. He did finish. Oh, wow. So, so yeah. you thought you'd give it a shot, see if you liked it any better. Yeah, no. And so I was like, I don't think if I hate taking just the test to get in that much, I don't think this is for me. And uh, no. so I didn't, I didn't end up uh, going and thank goodness I'm glad I didn't. Uh, but then I ended up later on getting, I served a mission for my church. And then after that, okay. I ended up getting uh, my MBA. So, so oh, wow that route and I worked in accounting for basically a decade doing as like an accounting clerk kind of a glorified receptionist really (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and and then all of a sudden there became an opportunity to get into marketing which was definitely always more interesting to me than uh than uh Mm -hmm. for sure and so I did that and then I and, and the whole time I was kind of doing second career at the same time with I was yeah. a blogger for 10 years and then the blogging kind of morphed into to a YouTube channel and then the YouTube channel morphed into podcast and so it's been kind of a, a crazy thing how sort of both parts of the career have sort of evolved and changed and I've I've loved all well I didn't really love the accounting part but everything <laughs> else I probably but it's never a waste I, I think no. it's um I mean, first of all, I have to say that there's a lot of people that I went to law school with. Not many of them ended up doing law. Yeah, it's people generally who end up doing law have done something else and they do a conversion course. But I always think that anything you do, um, I never think it's a waste, no matter what you end up doing. Because I like mm-hmm. to say it's kind of like a, each one is like a little stitch in the tapestry of your yeah. life. You know, the things that make up who you are. And when you eventually get to the thing that you're doing, all those aspects come together and make you a, a more well-rounded person in the thing that you end up doing. Yeah. Um, well, plus so, just yeah, the people I think that you meet, the, the, the people, that, plus the people that you meet, the friends that you make along the way, all of that mm. goes into play as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of what, um, uh, it, it's funny actually with, because with the route that I took uh, and ending up doing, like say magic for so many years, Uh Uh, I then ended up 
trying to, uh, I, I felt like the stage was calling to me. So I, um, I decided to write, I had this idea for a, a one-man variety show based on all the things that I'd kind of been doing, but as a tribute to Hollywood. It was, it was a show called Magic of the Movies. And it, uh, it was basically, it was a musical magic show inspired by Hollywood. So it involved singing and dancing and acting. And um, wow. I played some piano and it, so it was a tribute to Hollywood. So for example, I would come out on stage, I would introduce myself to the audience and I made it like an Oscar night kind of thing. And then I would go off stage and there'd be thunder and lightning. And I'd come back on dressed as Gene Kelly, who was one of my heroes. And I would sing and dance, singing in the rain and produce water and umbrellas. And I would kick towards the screen and I had all the screen rain projected on the screen and time it with kicking splashes at the, the screen. And then I would do things like it, I would do a whole James Bond skit because uh, I used to do impersonations in the show. So I'd do, cause, again, like something that I used to do as a kid, impersonations. Hmm. So I would do a Sean Connery impression. Uh, and I had a whole bit where a script writer had given him too many S's to say. So he, <laughs> so he had to go on a, a, a super secret mission by Sheeta Shishley to meet Shishelia Shimshin, you know, kind of thing. And then, you know, I'd introduce The Godfather and Willy Wonka and I would sing Pure Imagination. So, so that was kind of how I then got into performing on stage and, and then sort of acting and going to, um, uh, to sort of bring back to the original um, sort of a- acting aspect of things. I ended up performing this at uh, Edinburgh <clears throat> at around the sort of fringe festivals uh-huh. and then uh, ended up for the next seven years really traveling. I, I was very lucky to have success with that show and I traveled, pretty much traveled the world performing that show for the next sort of seven years. So, but, but it was kind of like using, as we were talking about, sort of bringing all those aspects of what you've done throughout your life and sort of combining them all to create something else. So that was a lot of fun. That's amazing. And so you, how'd you end up in Vancouver of all places? Uh, well, it was some friends actually who uh, convinced, from Vancouver convinced me because I was looking, I'd been traveling for so, so long, um, you know, and I, I loved the travel and I loved getting to see the world and, and doing the show. But um, I was looking to land somewhere. Uh, I'd been traveling a long time and I wanted to do something. I wanted to do something on land and sort of set my feet down somewhere. So, and some friends from Vancouver said, look, you know, you've been acting, doing theater why not make the transition to TV and film? And there's a big TV and film industry here in Vancouver. So, mm-hmm. so that's what I did. I kind of said, okay, <laughs> I've always been someone who kind of just jumps in. And I have a little phrase that I like to use that I say that if, if you want to land on your feet, you've got to jump. And so I just kind of made that transition to Vancouver. And, um, I was very lucky to, to get a manager and an agent and, uh, pretty much kind of started that way. That's, that's how I got into um, uh, acting here. That's so cool. Well, so I, I'd seen you in other roles, but you really stood out to me in this recent mystery 101. And I, I'm watching and I'm like, blow a better watch out. Cause this guy <laughs> I like very much, like, is very handsome and very talented. And oh, I thought you did oh. I thought you did a really good job. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, Joe Wagner's going to have a hard time here. Uh, and, uh, well, thank you very much. Yeah. That was a lot of fun to film. It was yeah. a lot of fun to film. And especially, I mean, Jill is so great. You know, yeah. she's, uh, and she's just, not just a great, she's a great actress yeah. or actor. She's, she's fantastic, but just 
great person as well to, to hang out with. And, and that's one of the nice things about filming these when you get to spend more than one day on a set, when mm-hmm. you, you know, doing a, a sort of supporting lead or a lead, mm-hmm. you really get to know people well and chat and get to know them. So, but to, you know, to be able to spend time on set with people like that and Chris, you know, it was just yeah. a joy. So yeah, um, we love uh, Jill on the pod. We love both Jill and Chris uh, on the mm-hmm. podcast. We have actually interviewed Jill twice and mm-hmm. I kind of joke that she's my cousin because we have the same uh, last name. Oh, because you have the same last name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so hey, we're related. It's well, just... you probably are related in yeah, some way, I maybe so. along the way. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> but, it's, but yeah. it's, it's funny It's funny that she, uh, I think she has kind of a similar story, doesn't she? That Jill kind of didn't come from that traditional drama background and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing as well. So, so I feel a bit of a kinship uh, yeah. with Jill in that way. Yeah, she started out but, just as a host and then... And then mm-hmm. uh, acting, acting uh, uh, opportunities, and uh, and we're so glad to have her in the Hallmark family because we can always count yeah. on her roles to be some of the better ones of the year for sure. And her, yeah, and and you know, yeah. Mystery One One was so great, and it it came out so so well. And as I say, Chris was great. It was what yeah. was really fun about that role. I found was that there was a lot of tension between my character and Chris's character yeah. between uh, Tim and Travis. And the fact that I, I keep calling him Trevor, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. I think Chris is just, uh, Chris is a person as well. It was just fun because uh, this battling between us, because we're, we're also both quite tall. I, I don't know if that played into it, but well, there's she's this tall. thing. If Jill is tall. Yeah. 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 So, but there was this combative thing, which I thought was, um, which was a lot of fun play around with um getting his name wrong all the time I think yeah it was a lot of fun yeah yeah it was really good because sometimes these other guys especially in the mystery shows can just be uh you know just a throwaway like in the uh in the uh garage sale mysteries uh, the the daughter character she because the lead character was married so obviously not that mm-hmm. but the daughter character every movie she has a new she had a new relationship like every single okay week. so like, <laughs> okay we're never gonna see this guy again <laughs> okay. but, but uh but this i i was like this guy it feels like a credible uh a credible match you know what i'm saying like you could really see yeah. it going somewhere well, i'm and, very flattered to be yeah. considered a, a credible match for <laughs> um amy winslow that's uh yeah, i think so yeah yeah. Well, that was fun as well to have because we had a little restaurant scene at the beginning, you know, and uh, sort of uh, talking about old times and, and you kind of see maybe. And I also like the fact that uh, Amy's father wasn't a fan <laughs> of me. Yeah. So uh, not to give too much away, but uh, yeah, no. that was, uh, yeah, there was, there was a lot of fun aspects to that. Yeah, I personally, I thought this is one of the stronger of the, I think, four they've done. And it, oh, that's great. even going into it, just the name Dead Talk was made me die laughing. I thought that was... Isn't that clever? So Isn't that good. so good? It works on so many levels. Yeah, it does. I, it's, it works on so many levels because of the, obviously the TED Talk aspect, but the fact that the dead talk, I, it, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, I was very impressed with that one. <laughs> so you were also in uh, A Brush With Love from this yes. year. And you played... You were the other guy, but you were pretty. Because sometimes the other guys are 
are so terrible. They're like, they're <laughs> like so much that they're funny and I enjoy them because they're just over the top bad men of business. But right. you were not, an over, you were pretty nice. Just oh, thanks. The right guy, I would say. The, oh, well, that's, um, again, that's, that's very nice. I, I think, uh, I mean, that was, that was, again, to, uh, the, the thing about A Brush With Love, that was one of the, um, uh, at the time, that was, I think, I, I spent a lot of time on that set. So, mm -hmm. again, what's great about that is that you don't just get to know the actors and director, who is um, Peter DeLuise, who's mm -hmm. a great guy as well. But it, it's not that you just get to know those people. You also, you spend a lot of time with the hair and makeup people and the catering and mm -hmm. transport and you know, that it really becomes like a family feeling on yeah. set, you know, because and, and, you're going into work every day and you're seeing the same people. And it's like, hey, hey, how was your day? How was your weekend? <laughs> yeah, how was yeah. your day? And, you know, you sat in the makeup chair and you're having a laugh. And, you know, that's the makeup trailer is always such a laugh. Um, in fact, Jill on Mystery 101 was posting videos of this whole dancing and the makeup trailer to a song and sort of... <laughs> so that kind of thing is what I really enjoy that going in and when you're spending you know, between seven and nine days, sometimes longer on a set, because you really make friends for life. Um, it's, yeah. it's a real community. And, and you know what, that's what's so great about Hallmark movies and the whole Hallmark community, that when you start working on a lot of Hallmark projects, you do run into the same people a lot of the time. And it's, it's so great to be able to work, to, to make friends with people and then get to work with them again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and it must have been nice to work with Ariel Kibble. She seems like a delight. Ariel was great. She really is. Ariel's, uh, she's, again, great actor, but uh, again, just a joy to be with. So funny and, and grounded and down to earth. So uh, yeah, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And like, not too shabby. She asked him to pick between Nick Bateman and you. Like, not too bad. <laughs> Well, she, I think she jokingly said she gets the yin and the yang, I think yeah. she said. That she gets the <laughs> I'm not sure which one I was, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fun. Uh, so you <laughs> were in A Twist of Christmas last year. Yeah. And yeah. I enjoyed this one. We actually, uh, we interviewed Brendan uh, last oh, yeah. year. And he's hilarious and great. We really liked him a lot. And uh, he he lived in uh, in Europe, grew up in Europe. So I don't know. That yes, must have been kind of fun to. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Bren Brendan's a good friend of mine. Uh, we actually, because we actually, that's where we met. We met on a twist of Christmas, and uh, funnily enough, we actually bonded uh, sort of between takes because we were Brendan likes to do impressions as well. Oh, so we really? were kind of doing between takes, we we're doing impersonations of different actors and kind of like not a competition, but like an impersonation of, you know, he does a Christopher Walken and oh I was doing gosh. some of my Godfather stuff and James Bond. So that was, uh, so that's how we kind of bonded on that. But again, the fun thing about that character was playing uh, obviously the ex, the, the new husband of, yeah. of his ex-wife. And I'm playing Mr. Perfect, you know, the, the doctor who has the big house and the, the fancy car and, and all these kind of things. But, and um, the fun part about it, though, is that I'm kind of blissfully unaware 
that Brendan is kind of hating on me because yeah. I'm Mr. Perfect. I mean, and I'm just so happy and great yeah. and, and everything's great. And the fact that he even admits later on, you know, the worst part is he's actually a nice guy. Yeah. I mean, so that you was, were uh, one of the top three hottest <laughs> bachelors and, uh, and doctors in uh, Seattle. So that had to be good. Well, yeah, that was the hottest doctors of Seattle calendar. That's yeah. So funny. I just, I would have loved to have actually seen that calendar to see what pose yeah. I might have been. <laughs> the hot yeah. doctor calendar. I think we needed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a, in one of the um, uh, Haley Dean movies, uh, the, um, can't think of her, her boyfriend's name in that, but he, he gets to be in one of the, uh, the hot doctor calendars. <laughs> 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 like, come was, on hallmark let's have these calendars <laughs> let's see these calendars yeah. I, I always wonder if that's going to be if the doctor one's going to be like the fireman one or yeah. the firefighter calendar you know uh, i think it would sell quite well pose. yeah i think so that the hallmark calendar the, yeah yeah oh we've long said a winner there. we've long said there needs to be a hallmark calendar and uh it would be it's like we we've long said that we wish there could be a hallmark fireman's movie and uh and you could have like dueling firehouses and you could have all of the uh or a bunch of the usually wrong guys in one firehouse yeah. and they usually oh like, my god yeah. that's hilarious and wouldn't that be the best that's, and it could be like a Romeo Juliet kind of a you know like the daughter of the fire chief on one falls in love with the oh yeah. I, I love that you could start with the like a sort of West Side Story kind yes, of thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it could be a musical dancing number and you know, you could, well, what about <laughs> if one side were cops and the other were firefighters Yeah. or, or you just yeah. have, well, oh no, actually I like the two dueling file houses because, yeah. you know, plague on both your houses as well. It, it, kind it, of, it, it writes itself. Okay. I mean, let's be right. It, it, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think you've pretty much written it there. Yeah, you should, I think you know, so. I think this is a thing. And Put your name on it right it would now. Be so great. You could have like Andrew Walker and Paul Campbell and Cameron Matheson and like the the normal the the leading the normal hero one. Mm -hmm. And then you could have mm -hmm. like you could have <laughs> uh, like Casey Manderson and and uh, I don't know, just all of the ones who typically are are usually the other guy or the wrong guy or whatever kind of a thing. And Marcus Rosner. I think you're onto a winner yeah, here. I really good. do. Um, <laughs> what would it be called? What would it be called? Well, That's the see, question. We figured that you'd want to have it be a summer nights movie, and yeah, you could uh, you could have him be involved in some kind of pancake cook-off. And yeah. so it could be like. Like a charity bake-off kind of thing yeah, like to raise a, money for the community kind of thing. Yeah. In my small town where I grew up, they would have the firehouse would have a fundraiser pancake cook-off. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you could have that. And so it could be called the pump, the, the pancake wars. The pancake wars. Pancake we could, wars. you could um, add in something towards with, with the flames, something. <laughs> um, <laughs> What, what about like? something like um, an old flame, something to do with old flames yeah. as well, maybe work that into the title or something like that. And then, you know, people cooking on a fire, it could be a barbecue aspect as well. Oh, and and yeah, you could barbecue. then, and then introduce the calendar in the movie and then say, you know, for all you Hallmark fans, if you want to collect the yes. calendar, you can get it on. The, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't buy one of those? 
I would buy it. I mean, it. I, I'd, I'd buy it. I'd yeah, buy it. You'd buy it. Everybody would buy one. Let's be <laughs> honest. It would be great. You could have the proceeds go to like. Proceeds go to charity. Go to the, yeah. You, you could have, make an appearance by Happy the Dog and you could have the proceeds Dang. of the calendar go to like fostering dog stuff. <laughs> Well, funnily enough, my uh, a very good friend of mine is um, heavily involved in the Burns unit um, in Vancouver, uh, and and also in the um, the dog charity. So there's uh, <laughs> that nicely ties into that kind of thing. But it's yeah, it. I think um, I, I really think you're onto a winner. Yeah. I I yes. think yeah, this needs to be this needs to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll get on it. <laughs> so as long as I have a role in it, as yes. long as I have a role in it, at some yeah. point. Uh, okay, film it in Utah, and I will. I can be an extra. That will be perfect. There uh, you go. But but I did love also in *Twist of Christmas* how you instead of just calling the housekeeper and saying, "Hey, which present did you wrap?" Like it had been that day. It wasn't even like a long time ago. You could have just yeah. called her and said, hey, you remember that robot that you wrapped? What did you wrap it yeah. in? <laughs> Which one? No, 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 no. I've so got to get my stethoscope out. stethoscope out. You know. out. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Kenneth to the rescue. Yeah, that was hilarious. I, we were, we were talking and what was that. funny, when I read the script, I thought, okay, this has to be, I have to treat this as if it is the Serious. most important operation. Yeah. What I actually was hoping was... <laughs> that I could get somebody to dab my forehead as I'm, as I'm listening to the boxes to try and find this motor. I thought that, yeah. you know, I thought that would have been funny, but that was maybe going to be a bit too up the top. Yeah, it was really funny. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so you were on an episode, were you on the finale of Series Unfortunate Events? Or? I was. That was quite an experience as well, because... Yeah. Um, it was, uh, I played Bertrand, who um, was the, the father and, and got to work with uh, Marina Baccarin from um, Homeland and, uh, and a lot of other big projects from Deadpool. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, what was amazing about that was you turn up and the set designs are just incredible. Like we're walking down a beach and you can see in the distance palm trees and water and everything. This is all, I mean, the fact that this is all indoors, I turned up and it literally, there's like a foot of sand on, uh, on the ground and it goes on for, it's like a warehouse full. They've actually created this beach scene. Why did they do and real palm just, trees? Just the beach. Sorry. Well, the, it's cool. all got to be controlled and you need the blue screen for various things and green screen oh. and, um and to sort of control the environment and uh but they have this great studio where they they do all this and and to turn up and see an actual boat on the sand and it, it was just i mean Amazing. and for me as an actor it's kind of like playtime you know because mm -hmm. i always say it's you know when you're a kid and you would find you know you'd have like a little people had playhouses or or things like that that you use your imagination but um what was great about this was when when everything's set up for you it really is like getting just to let let's play pretend you know it's kind of we're actually on a beach here and there's an actual boat and yeah that was um that was quite an experience so well that's really cool uh so mm -hmm. you had said uh off air that you have a you filmed a christmas movie with ali liebert 
that correct? Uh, yeah, Ali Liebert uh, directed, yeah. Okay. Uh, and it was with uh, Tori Anderson, oh. uh, who was the lead, and Victor Zink Jr. Mm. And that was- Victor Zink Jr. That was, in the firehouse. Yes, he could. Yeah. Yeah, super nice guy as well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was fun, the, uh, we, I was actually playing in that movie, uh, it hasn't come out yet, but I, I play a country singer uh of all things and uh the and the um so again i'm kind of i'm the ex again and i'm a little bit of a not so nice guy i'm a bit of a i'm a bit of a doofus really and and i loved playing that but what was great i got to put on the whole cowboy hat and the the accessories and um etc but i actually also got to sing and play guitar um, which uh, I'm not a particularly, uh, I was, wasn't trained in guitar, but because I was a violinist and everything, it kind of translated over. And uh, the song that I sing is hilarious because uh, I'm trying to woo uh, Tori back. And, uh, and I, I can't give too much away because it hasn't come out yet, but um, it was such a fun character to play mm. um, because I'm, I've kind of, gone off with her manager and um you know it's uh i'm trying to woo her back but like i said the song is very very funny and very ridiculous and i actually got i actually got to play a hand in composing the song as well so which oh. was uh, another fun challenge so but uh yeah i but they they actually asked me to play it british in a sort of um uh, you know, like country. Keith Urban, who's, uh, I think uh -huh. he's a Kiwi and he's, you know, he's a, a country singer. So they thought that would be a very fun aspect of it. So, like a so yeah, so I was playing John. an English LA country, country singer kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that was something certainly different for the resume. Yeah. yeah. You should, you should get into voice acting if you do all these in person in these expressions. Uh, yeah, it's something I'm definitely looking yeah. into. Uh, I, Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Well, great. Well, we like to end our interviews with what we call the Team B questions. And this is okay. Amber found this interview in an old issue of Team Beat, which was this magazine. Team Beat. Okay. Team Beat. Yeah. This magazine that you could get, uh, you could get like posters of Jonathan Taylor Thomas and like something like that. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's pretty dreamy. So Kind of like a, like, uh, would he be wearing a fireman's outfit, like in the yeah. calendar? Like, <laughs> I mean, right? it's teen. Yeah, okay. so it would oh, be teen, teen, but yeah, teen, so probably not. So it would okay. be like teen appropriate. Sure. Uh, your, your, your teen, uh, teen star. So, okay. Am I, anyways. am I answering as a teen or do no. I, can I just. It's just your regular <laughs> answer. So these are the okay. questions. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Ready? What is the best ice cream flavor? Oh, am I allowed two? Sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Because in uh, Vancouver, there's a shop called Rain or Shine, and typically I get the one scoop, two flavors, and I get malted milk honeycomb, I think it is, oh. and cracked mint. Oh, mm -hmm. interesting. Malted. Mixing it up there. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Uh, what is your favorite color? Uh, favorite color, the. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a turquoise, you know, when you're flying, when you go on vacation somewhere like a beach holiday and you fly yeah. over the water and just as it's getting slightly shallow, that, that sort of beautiful turquoise blue. Yeah. Um, I would say that's because I love that 
the idea of the sea and the vacation thing so much. So, I love yeah. nothing more than the nothing more than the ocean. I absolutely yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, so Very what? Calming. What music are you into right now? Oh, uh, right now oh, I listen to a lot of movie soundtracks, mm. um, like the movie scores. So mm-hmm. even classic movies, I'll listen to the movie scores because I used to uh, for my movies show. I used to actually take movie score music and put it underneath while I was talking to give the show like a movie feel. So listen to a lot of mu- uh, movie soundtrack. But if I'm not, I'm probably listening to something like Tony Bennett or some of that. I'm mm. a classic, oh, that's an good. old school guy, Dean Martin, things like that. I tell you the score that score slash sound movie soundtrack I've been super obsessed with lately is a uh, from uh, there's this movie called Wild Rose. I don't know if you've heard of it. Okay. But it's so good. You've got to see it. It's it's uh, about this girl from uh, Glasgow that wants to become a country music singer, and okay. uh, it's she's played by Jessie Buckley, who is incredible her voice is so amazing and the songs are just incredible in the movie i really loved the movie but oh i've just been listening to wild that soundtrack. rose you say wild rose yeah it's wild on rose. The, i will look into it because i love yeah. finding new soundtracks and and scores like, it's great like even if people aren't that into country music i don't know how anyone doesn't particularly she has a song called glasgow which is just so beautiful and i don't know how you could listen to that to that song and, and not be like yeah she's she's very talented <laughs> she's glasgow really a scottish accent I'm yeah not even sure that's just a, the glasgow accent but it's yeah. so good uh she, she she's great in it and then uh her mom is played by julie walters who's amazing in it oh julie walt oh mm-hmm. so it's oh julie walters is incredible so mm-hmm. it's so she's so it's actually um based so did you say it's actually based in scotland so it's actually yeah it's in glasgow um, yeah right because that's because uh, i funnily enough I, where i grew up is people always say when they say oh you're originally from england are you from london yeah. but actually i'm closer to scotland so oh um oh yeah and the accent from my hometown is actually very close to a scottish accent i don't have that so you have to see it and then let me know i will look that up it's so wild rose anyway so okay what is your go-to date night food date night food uh i would say nothing heavy probably something like fish or if a a nice restaurant like probably a fish dish that sounds good okay what is your go-to date night activity uh dinner definitely okay. like if, if i'm going on on a date i like a good dinner you know a nice glass of wine mm-hmm. you know so that you can actually converse with somebody and get to right. know somebody so um unless it's like um like a sort of if it's like a, a date night in kind of thing then pizza <laughs> oh very good very good okay but i'm more uh, of a date night kind of, you know, okay good okay dogs or cats Oh, you can't ask me that. That's that's <laughs> such a that's like Romulus and Capulets like that. Uh, 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 you know what? I can I just say I love all animals and okay. leave it at that because <laughs> yeah. I have friends who have dogs and I have friends who have cats and I I I feel I lose friends. Um, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, so beaches or mountains? Uh. Probably beaches, I would say, you know, because of the whole vacation thing there. But uh, but I did spend a lot of time in Norway, and you know, there's something 
very tranquil as well about being surrounded by fjords and mountains and mm-hmm. uh, things like that. So very good. Okay. Uh, would you rather be in a suit and tie or in sweats? Suit and tie. Ah, that's the right answer. Very good. Okay. <laughs> uh, then what is your favorite holiday to celebrate in the year? It's got to be Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be Christmas <laughs> simply because so many Hallmark movies. Yes. It, well, no, I, I get to go back to see my family in the UK and mm-hmm. um, see my parents, my brother and his family, catch up with friends, things like that. Yeah. So It's hard to uh, make Christmas, I mean. Yeah, it's pretty hard. There's so many aspects to it that people enjoy. And you know what? That's the great thing, not to go off on a tangent, but I think with the there's so many people I speak to who – Hallmark has become part of their Christmas mm-hmm. tradition. It's, you know, they say that it's not Christmas unless they have stockings on the fireplace, um, certain songs on the radio and the Hallmark movies on the TV. You know, it's become part of people's tradition. And I, 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 I just think that's, that can't be anything but a nice thing. So, yeah, you know. it's, it's really, it's just the most cheerful network on television. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Hallmark, so this is the last question. You can pick one of your own. That's fine. What is your favorite Hallmark movie? Uh, so I'm allowed to pick one of my own? Yes. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, but uh, you see, that's, that's a little difficult one because I always say that even choosing a favorite movie in general is difficult because it depends yeah. on the mood you're in. Um, it depends on whether you're in the mood for a horror or a, a yeah. romance or, you know, comedy. So, so for the sake of being um, neutral, I will go for uh, Dead Talk because that was the last movie I was in and it was so much fun to do and uh, because you seem to have really enjoyed it as well. And uh, So I'll go for that one. All right. Good. Very good. Uh, well, and by the way, have... before I meant to say Montagues and Capulets, I don't know why I said Romulets and Capulets. I have no <laughs> idea where that came from. But anyway. It's the Star, it's Star <laughs> Trek I need version. to correct that. It's the Star Trek yeah. Well, you passed the test. We'll let you keep making Hallmark movies. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Whew. Yeah, yeah. So, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was so oh, much Thank fun. you for having me on. Yeah. Thank you. So do you have social media that you'd like to share? I do. Instagram is, I think, Matthew underscore James underscore Dowden. Um, I have a Facebook page, which... Um, there's also a Facebook page dedicated to, I released a children's book uh, a couple of years ago called uh, Matthew the Magnificent, <laughs> which is about a little boy who's bullied at school. And then he, um, he a package is wrongly delivered to his house and he has to summon up the courage to take it to the scary house at the end of the street. And it's there he meets a very, very, very old lady who, as it turns out, might be responsible for teaching every magician you've ever heard of. And she takes him under her wing and he becomes Matthew the Magnificent. And there's a strong anti-bullying message in it and things like that. So, and, and what's great is I'm actually traveling to Calgary um, this month to meet, to work with school boards and librarians to chat to the kids about bullying, but also creativity and things like that and promoting the, the book. But anyway, that is uh, on, there is a specific Matthew the Magnificent page on Facebook um, but there's also a Matthew James Dowden page as well on Instagram. I, I, okay. I am on Twitter. I think it's just at Matthew Dowden, but or at Matthew Dowden. 
Okay, great. We'll have links to all that in the description section and uh, some people definitely want to follow you and check that all out. So thanks again so much okay, for coming great. on. And we, Thank it was you. really fun to get to talk with you and I look it forward was. to seeing what's coming up next. It'll be fun. And let's, and let's get that fireman movie yeah. made, yeah? And the calendar. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's as do long it. as I'm in it. Okay, <laughs> it's a deal. Okay. As long as we're both in it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks so much. And uh, yeah, we'll have to talk to you again, uh, again soon. I look forward okay. to it. Thanks, Bye. Rachel. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. We'd like to thank Matthew for coming on the podcast. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. If you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We sure appreciate that. And please follow me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media and at iTunes and YouTube. And I'm doing my Disney Scares Month over on my channel, and I'd really appreciate you checking that out. And consider becoming a patron of the channel. We have so much fun in our in our Facebook group, and we have giveaways that start. You just have to two dollars a month is our entry, and you can be up for really awesome giveaways of HD codes of movies and other fun stuff. So we try to make it worth your while, uh, along with other perks. And we also have our merch store that has a lot of fun stuff uh, that is inspired by Hallmark, but also just the holidays. So make sure to check that out. We really appreciate all of your support. And thanks again to Matthew, and uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Hallmarkies for Hallmarkies. For more information about how you can leave your mark on Hallmarkies, visit hallmarkiespodcast.com, link in the description.